0: I'm the I'm the one. This is Patrick Bedivio, host of by Tim, and today we're gonna talk about 15 of the most creative, innovative campaigns, commercials, whatever you want to talk about, the most innovative campaigns that took a company that was doing okay to all of a sudden being all over the world. So about three years ago, I did a video titled How to Strategize as an entrepreneur. And in the video, I launched the strategy quadrant, which now many are using around the world. And here's what it was. I was a CEO. I wanted clarity, I don't want my mind to be cluttered, I wanted to know exactly what I need to be doing on a daily basis to grow my business, and that strategy was very simple. Two areas you have, on the bottom it's linear growth, on the top it's exponential growth. So whatever behavior on the bottom is going to help your business grow, but it's not going to explode. Bottom one, operating system. The more time you spend on your system, technology, software, it's good, but it's your operating system, it's going to get better. Next is business, development, sales, relationship sales, talking to people, networking, going to your conventions and your industry events that's taking place. That's all good, but it's not explosive. It's purely linear. Exponential growth was focused on your next innovative campaign and leadership development. You are developing leaders within the company and it's grown because now you have 10 leaders, 20 leaders, 50 leaders, departments, all this other stuff. This helps the company exponentially grow. This gives them a platform to build on. Both necessary, this explodes. Today, because of a request I had from Philippines, an entrepreneur, Ariaf, he asked me to talk about how to get more into next innovative campaign. So let's get into it. What is an innovative campaign? It is to promote a new product, a service, or a goal through an innovative campaign. So that's the purpose of having an innovative campaign. I have a product, a goal, and a service I want to market, or my story of the the, uh, company or the product in the marketplace isn't that good today. How can I retell that story? The numbers haven't been looking good the last five years for me. How can I get my thing going again, get the business going again? So let's talk about some of these campaigns. The biggest innovative campaign In my opinion, recently, was through Coca-Cola, not the Christmas one with Santa Claus, it's actually the Share a Coke marketing campaign they came up with. So think about this brilliant idea their team came up with. It first started off in Australia. It was a test in Australia, and they chose, I think, 120 names in Australia. Then they noticed it's doing really good in Australia. Then it went to Britain in 2013. Then in 2014, it was launched in U.S. with 250 names. By the way, today it's at 1,000 names. You can customize the names on Coca-Cola's website and send it to a friend. Nicknames, whatever you want, they allow you to do it, right? So Australia, Britain, U.S., now it's everywhere. Watch what happened. When they launched this campaign, their objective was... To increase sales during summer, check mark. To engage with customers, everybody sharing their experiences and they're engaging, seeing what the customers are saying and they're able to respond to them, right? Check. Social media, hashtag, share a Coke, blew up, Instagram, Twitter, engagement, four, immediate call to action, it's immediate. Uh, Oh my God, Mike. Hey, Mike, text, I got your drink. Mike, this is for you. Share a Coke. So let me get another one because maybe it's for me. Immediate call to action, easy to explain. Share a Coke, right? And last but not least, all of a sudden when this thing took off, Millions of marketers decided to volunteer to work for Coca-Cola for free. You know who those marketers were? You and I. Share a Coke with Bobby, share a Coke with Larry, share a Coke with Patrick. It took off. One marketing campaign took their business to hold whole different level. By the way, these guys were in not in the profits for about a decade. Next thing you know, they're back in the mix again, performing at the levels they did just because of one campaign. By the way, they can drive this campaign for a long time. Next one is Dove campaign. For the longest time, uh, you see a lot of commercials. Everybody was looking perfect. Calvin Klein models were so skinny, you know, the abs. And everybody's like, man, I'm not that skinny. I don't relate to this. I don't have the perfect hair, the brunette hair. So Dove says, we're going a complete opposite route. They did a commercial with the curly hair. Then they need a commercial, and their models were regular moms and regular-looking kids. Nothing crazy. It's just, hey man, these are also models. You don't have to be this perfect-looking person to be a model. People connected. They resonated. Those videos started being shared, and all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I like Dove. They speak to me. They're talking to me. The average person who can also go out there and make a difference, oh, guess what? I'm willing to be loyal to their product and that took off. Next one, Taco Bell. This one's old school. I grew up with this one. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. That little Chihuahua dog. Remember that dog that would go out and say what it did. Everybody was quoting this, and everybody Taco Bell, Bell Taco Taco Bell, and Taco Bell came up. Next is the most interesting man in the world, Dos Equis, right? Jonathan Goldsmith is his real name, which in the commercials is more like a real-life Chuck Norris, right? Like, oh my gosh, the most interesting man in the world. He does this, and he does that, and he does this, and you know, he has horses read emails to him, you know, and he. I mean, just the most weirdest commercials. You're like, well, what? Is, this doesn't make any sense, but it's so funny, and you're. Sharing it with your peers. There's literally playlists on YouTube of all the commercials they ever did that you can go watch, right? So, having said that, you go to a bar. What would you like to drink? I'm the most interesting man in the world. I'm the real life Jonathan Goldsmith. I'll have a Dos Equis. Ooh, wow, this guy must be interesting. That's what you're thinking about, and that's exactly what Dosekis was going for. Next, Old Spice man. You know the Old Spice man? Now I'm here. Now I'm there. Now you're thinking about your man. Now you're thinking about me. Look down. Look up. I'm here now. You're like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? Old Spice took off, and I think uh, Terry Crews is now doing it now. Sprint and Verizon. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? First with Verizon, then goes to Sprint. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? 15, 20 years ago, that was a big deal. Whatever the timeline was 15 years ago was a big deal because service wasn't that good and AT&T service wasn't strong. Verizon was known for their service, so they knew where AT&T was weak and where they were strong. So guess what they said? Can you hear me now? And AT&T people are like, no one can hear me now, i got to go to Verizon. And eventually Verizon lost the talent to Sprint. Why? Because everybody knew his face. Now he's doing Sprint commercials. MasterCard. this You buy $75, this is $200, this spending time with your family, priceless. This whole priceless thing took off and I think it was played in 98 different countries. The next one is the beers a diamond is forever what do you mean a diamond is forever? A diamond is forever. Oh my gosh, babe! Can you buy me a diamond? It's forever. It's forever. So emotional connection to it. We got a lot more examples here. Just do it. Obviously, one of the greatest campaigns of all time. 1988, Nike's getting their butts handed to them by Reebok. They come out with this "Just Do It" campaign. Ten years later, they go from doing 800 million dollars a year to 9.2 billion dollars a year because everything became what? Just do it. Just you going through tough times. Just do it. You're a single mother. Just do it. You're you know you're not an athlete. Just do it. You're this. Just do it everything became just do it next one is McDonald's they came out with a campaign called McDonald's breakfast all day fortune magazine said it helped send the stock to all-time high Wall Street was forecasting for their q one to be minus 0.8%. McDonald's shocked everybody and came up 1.7% on Q1 because it's McDonald's breakfast all day. In Norway, they were posting these ads on buses on the back of the bus with the mouth smoking. And it's a message to see when you're gonna be smoking. Obviously, in their own language, are you ready to stop smoking? And everybody was looking at it on what we can do to quit smoking. 12 Geico, 15%. Say 15% in 15 minutes. Budweiser, what's up? Remember that whole was. What's up? What's up? What's up? All that stuff. You're like calling your friends, everybody's saying the same thing in their own way. Like, you know what? That's how I talk to my buddy. What's up? How you doing? We're relating. I want to have a Budweiser. It was kind of cool, kind of funny. And then next one was uh, Procter and Gamble. Thank you, Mom 2012. Very emotional where they connected with moms. And everything being like all these Olympic athletes, they're thinking they're moms, moms got love, and the moment you get moms to get love, everybody buys the product, because everybody loves moms. And the last one's a little bit tricky because recently, Elon Musk with his truck, the cyber truck, where they're doing the opening, and said, Yeah, throw this brick against the window. And it's like, okay, great. Boom, throws it against the window. It's not gonna break. It breaks, right? First thing you and I do is what? Did you see? 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 Now, most people would say, wow, what an idiot, look at this stuff. That got this brand so many views. So we started off saying, I would never buy this car if the glass broke. Then you saw the video of the truck pulling an F-150, then you're like, you know what, I'll place 300,000 orders. That's exactly what they got. So a lot of people thought it was a bad marketing campaign, but it ended up working in the favor of Elon Musk, and they have 300,000 orders for the truck. Now these are just ideas for you to be thinking about. It may be different for you. are selling real estate. You're selling different products. You still have to think about how you can come out with your next marketing campaign. So what's the formula? Very simple. Number one, when you're thinking about right now, you're saying, I want to come out with a campaign. What is your outcome of your campaign? What do you want to have? What is the results? Like, here's what I want to come out. Let's come out with a great campaign. But what do we want to do? What's the outcome? I don't know, but let's just come up with a good one. What is the outcome of the campaign? What behavior are you solving for? Shift in a marketplace of people seeing who you are. Do you have to answer five objections to a product that you have in a marketplace that's not good? That you just address all of it in the marketplace and say, here's who we are. You know, this is what we're going through. That's what we're going through. Yesterday I sat with a guy and we we're talking about an organization he's a part of, okay? And it's a Interesting organization he's a part of. And I said, So I can tell you part of that organization. There was a sign that I recognized. I said, I can tell you part of this organization. It's like a, a secret society organization. And he says, Yes, I am. He says, It's so funny. You know, uh, when I first heard about this organization, I was kind of taken by it, because I went and did research. And when I did research, I heard about this one person that did this, and I heard about this, and I heard about this. So I went up to the guy and I said, you know, how come you do this? And he says, well, that that is this, and he addressed that one. And then how about this one? Is it true that this has happened? No, that never happened. How about this one? All of those three objections, right there, he handled with me. That could be an outcome of a campaign to change the way the market views your company. AIG didn't do a campaign to win new customers. AIG did a campaign after 2008 to get the market to realize who AIG really is, so people say, Oh, okay, all of those five objections I heard about AIG, forget about it. They're the company I trusted for the last hundred years. I'm comfortable doing business with them again. Number two. Who are you targeting? Moms? Dads? What are you targeting? Men? Women? Children to go to their parents? Veterans? Couples? divorced, Single? What are you targeting? You have to know what your target audience is. When I sat down with Chip Wilson, Mr. Four Billion Dollar Man, founder of Lululemon, I said, Chip, give me your demographic, the, the customer you knew you wanted. 32 year old woman, single, makes six figures, career, owns a cat, lives in a condo, has an hour and a half a day to work out. To the T, he describes who this customer is, boom. Because he knows his customer, he builds a $12 billion company. And then he can go to other markets, but he started off very focused on the customer he wanted. Number three, what is your motive? Okay, What are they driven by? So you're sitting here saying, what is a mom driven by? The motive is, if I can touch these motives, these feelings, I can get them to take action. What are young adults driven by? What are couples thinking about? What are newlyweds thinking about? What are parents thinking about? You have to know what the motive is and speak that language for them to say, I relate and I'll take action on it. Right. Number four, budget. What's your budget? Very basic with the dollar. Number five, collaborate. Typically bring a couple other people in as you're doing your marketing campaign and say, hey, what if we did it this way? What about that? What about this? And come up with all these ideas on a board and then eventually you can come up with an idea. 6. A launch plan. Platform you're planning on launching it on? TV? NBC? Football? Super Bowl? College? NBA? Which market is watching you? Facebook? YouTube? Twitter? Instagram? Where will you be as you're launching? your Uh, product, timing of the launch, is there a specific timing, Mother's Day, Father's Day, are you doing a week before, when are you going to be launching the time with it, method of messaging, possible collaborators, maybe you're going to team up with another product and another company that is within the same demographic of clients you're going for, and you can split the cost and still target the audience, and they're going to say, wait a minute, they're collaborating together, that's kind of cool, so you're able to tap into two different markets, not just your own. Seven, data, 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 you need data once you do it, and the last one is analyze results and study response you're getting. Now this is some of the basic stuff you can be doing to launch a marketing campaign. I'm going to give you the last one here and this is the separator. The number one thing about a marketing campaign, too often people launch a campaign and they think that's what's going to happen. Now keep in mind, if you're spending billions of dollars of marketing dollars like Coca-Cola and you have that kind of access to uh, money. Well then, that's a different story. If you already have thousands of stores, sixteen hundred WalMarts out there, you want to do a campaign. You already have sixteen WalMarts. If you're a small business owner watching the same, Pat, I don't have that many outlets. What do I do with this? You have to be the driver of your campaign. You can't assume the, the campaign alone is going to do it by itself. You need a driver. You need somebody that's screaming it off the top of their lungs and selling it. Look what's going on. Here's what we're going to be doing. Have you seen this? Have you seen that? A driver, somebody that's spearheading the campaign. Next is tested in smaller markets. You noticed Coca-Cola did it in Australia, then Britain, then US. Next one is the product, quality of the product, how good of a product you have. If you've got a great product, it's easy to sell it. Four is unique story, and last is a PR stud, what Tesla did, what Elon Musk did. Is there an opportunity for that with the product that you're launching? So again, this is the kind of stuff that I can talk about for 3 days because I'm trying to get this content over to you in a 20 minute period but this is not a 20 minute content this is a 3 day content because if there's different products different markets approaches stories you know strategies competitors how are these guys doing but this is just to kind of give you an idea to start thinking about how you can create your next